0: Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Miscellaneous podcast. I'm Alex Barnard, the Miscellaney News' audio editor. This week, Sasha and Izzy sit down with humor editor Francisco Andrade to discuss some key articles in the humor section from the latest issue, as well as other articles featured throughout the paper.
1: So excited, so we're finally doing a spotlight on our human satire section because okay. how could we not? Um, and we have our human satire editor, Francisco Andare, with us today. Um, you can speak into the mic. I
2: know
1: it's like far away from you. <laughs>
2: Hello Francisco, how are
0: you today? Um, I'm doing good. Uh thanks good. for having me here today on this beautiful we'll Monday comedy. where the weather's actually nice. Yeah. Yeah, for I'm once. Sure that.
2: <laughs> um well, I guess we could just start with um, talking about the humor section. Um, what type of articles did you have this week? Were there any highlights?
0: Sure. So the humor section, uh, as far as of me being the humor editor, has essentially kind of been the same structure. We kind of had a, a, a renovation. It looks a lot different. We moved things to the left and to the right. Uh, so it looks different mm-hmm. than it did the past years. That's kind of me trying to make it my room. own. Um so, I did the horoscopes this week. Uh, it's between me and someone else that does the horoscopes. We are all certified astrologists. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you're a Zodiac warrior. Yeah, I put a Zodiac Because <laughs> there's an anime on Netflix uh, called that, so I thought it was fine. Um, um, and then we also have uh, Maddie, who also does the horoscopes. I believe she's a uh, junior astrologist or stargazer or something. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so,
1: <fun. laughs> I feel like she probably switches up her title because I think I've seen both <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so we always have Ivana doing the moments uh, who's basically an advice section um, and it's always really bad advice I wouldn't recommend following it. <laughs> but if you just want to have a good time then I would say send in some questions to that, and then she'll answer them very badly for you. Um, We usually have a comic where the toilet superlatives are, but instead we decided to give a shout-out to, I think that was the favorite toilet of uh, whoever took the picture. Oh, nice. Uh, Sorry to put Yvette out there. Um, (laughs) That's the library basement toilet. (laughs) And then I always come up with the breaking news. Um, I usually just do it like based on what's happening that week, I try to do it the day of. I once writ wrote like three, and then by the time it came around to using them, I just didn't like them anymore. Aww. So I think, I think that doing it once a week or kind of like having them like match what's happening is mm-hmm. great. Cool. And then as always, which is a pretty constant for our paper now, is uh, we have uh, a movie review by Madison.
2: Oh, nice. And oh, this nice.
0: this week was Cadet Kelly. <laughs> which uh, she wrote is the most accurate military representation (laughs) and if you can't think that a Hillary Duff movie would be accurate military representation then you're wrong (laughs) Um, and I wrote about meeting Jimmy Fallon which was a good time and I definitely didn't say that it was a good time on here (laughs) uh, but it was a great time
2: incredible I want to know a little bit more about that I mean I know you make a lot of light of it in your article but um what were the circumstances for you meeting jimmy fallon and then what was your impression of him when
0: you met him um i'll start with impressions <laughs> he as as i said in the article he's not short i don't know why i had it in my mind <laughs> that he was short he's i also thought he was short he's, he's six, not he's six uh, foot tall he he's, he's taller than me and i'm eleven. Uh, he's wow. definitely six feet he's a tall guy um the, the reason why I was there is because I was uh, selected to be one of NBC's veterans for their career day mentorship, so I was cool. one of 20 veterans that got selected to go and meet Jimmy Fallon. I got to sit at the taping, a live taping of his show, which was all veterans at his show, hmm. which is very, very cool. He donated $150,000 to a veteran's organization. Uh, it was just a great show, and based on that alone, I would say my impression of him was pretty great. But after it was over, um, and the taping was over. We walked out into the lobby and we thought that was the end of it because that's all your we s- section to do. And then he actually called us back and took a group picture at us. Aww. He talked to a lot of us individually. He shook our hands. He was a very nice guy. He told us welcome to NBC, and it was it was great. It was just a, a really good time. Like, and he wasn't the only one by far. And everyone that set up the event and. NBC was fantastic But he obviously You know Being the show host And everything mm-hmm. It was nice of him To make that time And get to meet us And everything Yeah Cool
2: <laughs> Did he have that Like celebrity aura Where it's just like Wow this presence Is so overwhelming Or was it kind of like You're a normal person
0: Um <laughs> I, would, I would say I would say He had a celebrity aura uh, When he walked out Because we yeah. were all Sitting in, the, in all the seats And the comedian Was like hyping us up And the roots were in there And so like yeah. You kind of like Feel that And then, and you can find this on YouTube, there's clips of it everywhere, he wrestled Michael Shannon, the actor, wearing a onesie, they both were wearing Alvin and the Chipmunks onesie, and they (laughs) wrestled. And I would say that kind of made him lighten up a little bit in my eyes. Oh. And then after it was over, when he talked to us, he was just like, man, that Michael Shannon, what a, what a fun guy, huh? Just came out in the onesie, and he was like making, he's like, I can't believe he did that. When I saw him backstage 20 minutes ago, he had a suit on. I don't know what happened. And he was just like making jokes. He was a good guy.
2: Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, sweet. Um... Do you want to talk about word on the street? This oh, week? sure. Also, the process behind word on the street—I
0: would love to know about that. So, as people may know, if uh, you ever hang out in Maine on Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> um, word Weird. on the street is this uh, weekly this this weekly segment where we go around and we bother people who are trying to eat or study. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in reality, we just uh, talk to the students uh, and we ask them what they're doing or we ask them a random question that I come up with beforehand. Uh, And this week's question was, what is your favorite bathroom on campus? Mm. Which I frankly didn't think was gonna be that well received. It's not the weirdest (laughs) question I've ever asked But it's I definitely didn't think that But it was so pivotal People were like Dying to like Answer this People had Very specific answers They had days Like specific days When their bathroom was a favorite, And when specific days When you shouldn't go to that bathroom Oh my god Oh wow Yeah They really know the ins and outs Of
1: their favorite bathrooms huh?
0: Yeah, there's some because it was always somebody said the LGBTQ center bathroom because it's always clean, so props to them. There's a bathroom down the hall going to financial aid. And mm-hmm. then there was one that was very specific the Taylor, if you go under the Light Arbor and then you take a variety, I couldn't fit the whole answer. In there. <laughs> there's like a hidden bathroom somewhere in Taylor and oh it's amazing. <laughs> there's also a bathroom near the rose bottle that has a couch in it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The Rose
1: bathroom. I would say that's one of my favorites, too. I mean, that's just so so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know if I should be saying this on public radio, but the Rose Paula always has, like, extra toilet rolls. And, like, as someone who lives in the TAs and, like, doesn't want
2: to spend money on toilet (laughs) rolls. No, we're not
1: stealing it. We're just... Sometimes (laughs)
2: sometimes Maybe. <laughs> take whole rules no, of toilet to people no no we're what, what yeah. security if you yeah. listening.
0: you'll
2: <laughs> be arrested next time I walk out of that bathroom yeah. I
0: feel like gotta frisk okay. people at the bathroom uh,
2: but, um sweet yeah is there anything else you wanna talk about Sasha do you have any questions for Francisco
1: um yeah, okay, I wanted to generally ask you, like, this whole semester, being, like, human editor, what's been one of your favorite articles that either you've read or that you've written? Like, what has, like, been, like, a highlight of,
0: like... That I've written and that I've read. Okay, that I've written just this semester. I I wrote, a, I wrote one that I really enjoyed, um... Where I just speak about, because I, I like, because I was originally in charge of the advice column, and that's like my baby, and I really enjoy mm-hmm. that. So I'm really happy that someone took over it. And <laughs> that that mm-hmm. actually has a, I mean, you know, I would have taken any voice that was funny, but I, I really enjoy that someone takes it and has a, kind of a similar voice. I mean, mm-hmm. no, that's not necessarily what I was looking for. But I wrote one in the beginning of the semester, uh, like giving giving advice in a really satirical way. But it wasn't an advice column; it was more like a day in the life mm-hmm. of a Vassar student. I kind of like hyped it up. you um, remember that one. <laughs> that I've re- that I've read. Um, I love the the movie reviews. Madison kills it every single <laughs> week with the
1: movie reviews. Madison's f- really funny.
0: My yeah. favorite one was the Sharkboy and Lavagirl review. <laughs> oh, because funny. I love that movie, but it's arguably a horrible movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also think... I feel like this happens with so many movies, is that you watch them in your childhood, and then there's just a sacred memory of it. But then if you ruin it by watching it again, like now, like that's 10 years later... So so it's like you bad. can't do it. Like You physically can't tarnish your child like that, because you know that they're objectively bad movies. But then... It's just I, like I love Shockboy and Lava Gold. I refuse to see it yeah. again because I know I don't want to do it for myself. bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Rohan wrote a really, really good one about a fire alarm actually going off for once. <laughs> <laughs> and if you live at Vassar, then you know that there's literally always a fire alarm. Right. All yeah. all Especially time. in Jewett so Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is Jewett bad?
1: Oh, it's so bad. I used to live in Jewett and it, there would just be, like, constant fire... There was, I think, one time last semester where we had a fire alarm, At fire alarm, I think, four times in one week and they would always go off, like, past, like, midnight and it would be, like, we're oh, sleeping. So like, people awful. are asleep. And there would be other times where it would happen yeah. at, like, 8 in the morning and it would like, somebody, like doing illicit activities like 8 in the morning yeah. like what is happening like we're yeah. going to class yeah. and then it will always be like someone's like like hair straightener like spark oh. diffuse and I'll be like that's so annoying like fix the fire alarm it's always popcorn it's, uh, it's
0: always popcorn. popcorn nobody knows how to a cook weird popcorn weird hours popcorn. yeah don't, pre- <laughs> don't press the button just press a minute and a half here. exactly and then if you have a lot of kernels then that's on you like I'm sorry yeah don't overcook yeah seriously it. yeah that's good point um, and I also like Think going back to the humor section, I really enjoyed the the horoscopes. Uh, oh, oh I love the horoscopes. They're so much fun. Um, have you guys read yours for this week? I'm gonna, yes, I, I did. I want
2: to read mine. Up, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. It's, so I'm a
0: Taurus. You're a Taurus. Um, I'm gonna
2: say I'm bo- ba- born May 17th. Um, so I guess I'm kind of on the cusp, but not really. Um, but mine says never look a gift horse in the mouth. What do you mean you, ha- <laughs> you have to? What? You're a wait. You're a horse dentist. Oh, well. I guess you just don't look in look. Don't look into any other orifices then. Um, very nice. What are your guys' um,
1: as a Pisces? I got like this sort of like lucky draw kind of one where it's just like down to business like always. Pisces. The only advice I can give you is in the first word of every other horoscope. So that I had to like read the first word of every other uh-huh. horoscope. It was super fun because it's. Um, I'm never gonna give you up. I'm ne- I'm not. I'm never gonna let you down. Oh my god! Like, it
2: was Rickroll. That is so I, funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
1: That's so my, I felt like that was a special one. I was like, I got lucky.
0: That's like, my favorite horoscope, just because I got to Rickroll everybody. That, <laughs> that is
2: the funniest thing. Wow. That's um. Thank you for highlighting that. I could. I would have missed that. But
0: I'm usually I'm usually mean to Leos because I'm a Leo. This oh. was pretty tame. I'm usually. Really, like, I make Leo's the weirdest, craziest one. This one's pretty tame. I was just like, you're not sure how to give good advice. The cliche phrases are great, but saying blood is thicker than water to a shark attack victim is <laughs> More like a morbid science fact, really. It <laughs> <laughs> was, I was like- really hard to make the first word match I the th- yeah I was, I was thinking about this because there were some I was <laughs> yeah.
1: like hmm they don't like match the like syntax of like all the other horoscopes and then like when I got to Pisces I was like oh that makes sense like I was seeing when you was trying to go yeah. for that
2: yeah like the Virgo is Up is absolutely an amazing movie yeah to take a few lessons. that's so funny
0: it was really hard to start a sentence with up.
2: yeah I bet <laughs> oh my gosh wow okay Incredible. Well, um, if you guys don't have anything else to add, maybe we can move on to talking about other parts of the paper.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Izzy, you said you really want to talk about humans of Poughkeepsie this week, right? Yes. Yes, I would love to talk about humans of Poughkeepsie.
2: So um, the newspaper has been um, starting this new initiative where every other week, one of our reporters talks to someone in the community and just does a spotlight on them and usually their careers or um, current things that they're working on. And um, this week, our reporter, Tiana, who is the, actually the person to come up with this idea, um, she talked to Derek Roberts. He is a local activist. He um, works for Jim Crow Action Network, um, which she wrote is a group of Hudson Valley residents working towards local criminal justice reforms. Um, he's also a member of the Duchess County Progressive o- Action Alliance, which is a grassroots organization dedicated to promoting community activism in Duchess County. Um, yeah, and I just thought he was a really interesting person to spotlight. Um, one quote that I can read that he that we have published in the paper mm-hmm. is um, about just about learning from other people. He said. I read a lot of books. I've been reading about politics, conservatism, political action, all of that. You can learn so much from people, but you also have to have a little understanding of where they're thinking. And the best way you can do that is with a book. But when you get down to the nitty-gritty, you still have to learn from people. No book can give you everything. You need another human mind. Mm I
0: thought
2: that was just really beautiful. Um, A great, yeah, a great thought on conversation, um, something that we really value here at the MISC, and also on this talk show, bringing to life these articles it's really important to talk about them, um, I think that's a great great point to make um, and really cool to, to see that it's part of someone's like philosophy towards their activism in the community
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah, and then this I is, feel like Fan has really, a taught. this <laughs>
0: is really interesting uh, because uh, I know him Oh, you do? I do. Uh, Yeah, so I work with uh, someone in the area who is a playwright, and she works uh, in the area doing that and helping people in the Hudson Valley residence. And uh, I was helping her uh, scribe uh, her work and uh, work it out throughout the summer and as well as now. Well, not currently, but... And she's good friends with Eric Roberts, and I got to meet him. And I was actually in a short play with him uh, few, oh, last wow. month. Oh, my gosh. What was the play? Uh, we were using one of uh, the old scripts that, with the person I helped, Carol. Uh, she did one of her old scripts uh, that she helped uh, when... So basically, she used to be a psychologist, and she mm-hmm. also helped to through therapy and arts therapy. She's an arts therapist. And so she used one of her old works where she helped uh, people that, you know, was struggling with alcoholism and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then she made that into a script and we got to each play one of the members of her group. Some of them using different names, some of them using the real names. And we got to show people what one of those conversations in one of those groups would look like and how those conversations move forward and so I got to meet him and we got to work together for a few weeks which was nice
1: that's Ooh. so cool what a small world yeah. I also just like that's just exciting because yeah. I feel like even the point of like doing Humans with Poughkeepsie is to like make sure people get out of the vaso bubble a yeah. little bit like like being at this school I feel like it's so small so I feel like this is like already sort of like seeing like moments of like where like we don't like like so many of mm-hmm. us also like have moments where we don't exist in the vaso bubble and make an effort oh. to get out of it so I just love that did she like a guest speaker over this week just like oh yeah that like happens. I know that guy <laughs> yeah
2: uh-huh. wonderful
1: yeah. yeah cool but yeah no it was a great article it was it was
2: um yeah and then actually right next to it um published in the paper is this um column or I guess not a column it's more of a a highlight a yeah picture. it's like a feature it's an yeah. arts feature an arts feature of um the Joss Goths written by our very own Taylor Stewart, who's our um, current assistant arts editor. And the article is extremely well written, but um, essentially what she did was, um, there's, two, there's a few people on campus who dress in a very gothic way, um, and she thought it would be a cool idea to interview them and just get their philosophies about their aesthetics. And um, she sat down with them and interviewed them, and they had such a funny, um, great sense of humor about what, how they dress and how they present themselves to the world, um, like not taking themselves too seriously, but at the same time, they had a lot of like insights about like how they dress is like also comfortable and um, utilitarian, which I thought was a really interesting point. Um, I actually have a quote from the article that I want to read. But, um, one thing Taylor talked about was how, um, (laughs) the, the two, the Joss Goths, um, there's two of them that live together in this one dorm. Um, they, what's their names? I need to find, I need to find that. Max River and Jedediah Christie. Um, they're at the, uh, the, whatchamacallit, the, um, the activities fair at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And they're wearing their, like, goth outfits, and I think they they participate in the um, Students for Reasonable Drug Policies or Mm -hmm. something I think that's the name yeah Yeah. Uh, sensible drug policies sensible drug policies and um, they just thought it was really funny because they were just dressed so goth and they had this like big sign this like big marijuana leaf just like up in the org fair (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was such a funny like that was such a good good natured like thing that they noticed like self-awareness that they had Um, Also, it was funny because um, I think,
1: like, another, like, our social media editor, Natalie Bobo, she was talking about how, like, at that activities fair, their, like, sign was basically, like, it said free drugs, but they were right next to Big Night Inns booth, which (laughs) was, like, basically the, like, that's the organization that's kind of about, like, like, sort of, like, substance-free
2: yeah, enjoyment programs, uh, yeah. and programs,
1: and so it was just funny that they like got placed right next to each that is other, so funny. like just by chance. Yeah. But, yeah,
2: incredible. But, um, yeah, so one of the things I wanted to, one of the quotes I wanted to read out was, um, started like this So, in some ways, it's low maintenance to dress goth, but the roommate's unique aesthetics extend far beyond the label. We've described goth as a catch all term and mostly a meme. At first, they thought the goth designation was somewhat monolithic. They went with it, though, and have fun with it now. It remains more of a nickname born of campus speculation rather than something that dictates their dress and interests, which are ever-changing. River revealed, me and Jed like to come up with one-to-five-word short phrases that describe our vibe in a nutshell for that period of time. <laughs> like a mad-, mad lib. At one time last week, he was redneck militant freedom fighter goth. Um, I just thought that was really cute. Um, and really beautiful because it's, even though they have the goth aesthetic, their interests are going to be wildly varied and different and ever-changing as um, Taylor wrote, which I thought was a beautiful thing, especially good to mention if you're doing a spotlight on someone with a particular um, aesthetic, it's good to mention that that's just not everything about them. but.
1: yeah I, yeah. You guys want I to also just like visit. Thought it was very funny That they all live yeah. in Joss
2: I didn't think <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> That the was chances? the thing
1: Because yeah. I've seen them around At the decent stuff And everyone's like Oh yeah like are goth kids on campus now <laughs> and we were like oh cool <laughs> and then like but it was just it's just i think it's just interesting that they have this little like nickname i don't know if it's like self ascribed yes. or like where it came from but i just think it's funny that they like describe themselves as the joss goths yeah. but i just think yeah. that's hilarious so like yeah i mean that in itself is like they definitely have, like a yeah. good sense of humor like but yeah, yeah because I like even when you were saying like they're utilitarian like there's one quote where I think one of them says that um, like you can wear multiple things same day in a row same hoodie <laughs> yeah. it's super utilitarian because they're just always wearing black yeah. which I think is super funny because if I could like get away yeah. with wearing the same thing like several days in a row I would but um, unfortunately I don't have a crafted aesthetic so yeah that's not happening for uh, me. Same. but yeah yeah. but yeah no it was a it was a great issue this week um yeah I feel like there was like a lot of rich content through and through um totally. I also like I feel like even things like the like the Joss Scott's article as we mentioned like like that's sort of like an arts feature but it's also got like glimpses of humor so I love that we've been doing this like mm-hmm. sort of genre blending thing like yeah. having the humor as like and satire yeah. editor with right. us you know it's like cool to think that like yes of course there are like articles that your humor but like like we can be like funny in instances like throughout the paper like I love that like a lot of sections like give leeway to like sort of like meld with other sections so I think that's something that's exciting and it was like cool to see bits of that
0: I really do enjoy that because when I wrote like because last year was the like I used to write strictly I wrote my first three humor articles and they were strictly humor like completely satire Mm -hmm. and you couldn't really like twist them any other way (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then uh, we had like a retreat on campus that I went to and I like I wrote it and I put jokes all over it but I still talked about the retreat and I remember mm. the editor at the time was just like I kind of can't tell if this is like a, like an opinions or like a headlines like I, I can't tell where it's going I will keep it in humor because like there's a lot of jokes but like and so that's something that I really enjoyed yeah. doing is like now that's mostly what my pieces are it's just mm-hmm. like like if i really you know if i really wanted to i could ask the opinions editor if i could put it in his section but it still fits into humor mm-hmm. and that's kind of what i'm going yeah. for
1: which i think is good because at the same time like like i feel like there's so many different ways to do like human satire mm-hmm. like of course because if you know that they're like like in the past like writers have done like outrageous pieces where they'll just like make up a fake event and then just like talk about it and like there were times I'd read it and be like did this actually happen and i like that like you can, like, read the humor section and, like, feel that ambiguity. Be like, hmm, like, I'm not sure if, like, this is a real thing that actually happened on campus. But then there's also times when right. there will be writers who talk about, like, actual things just in a funny yeah. way. And so I think it's, like, cool to, like, place, like, articles like that That's side so by true. side and, like, have this, yeah. like, weird ambiguity around, like, hmm, yeah. like, so what actually what happened? happened like, do I do couldn't it. tell you. Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Um... I think that's pretty much it, unless you guys wanted to highlight any other articles or any, say any other last comments. Uh, no, I think
1: this is just like a yeah. strong issue um, overall. Yeah. And yeah, I think
0: that was that was sort of like what I was feeling to highlight. Yeah. I, mean, um, I like the country music articles. So. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Oh. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That was a really well-written article.
2: Yeah, it was by Dean, right? Yes, I think Dean yeah. wrote that one. Incredible. Yeah. Cool. Well. Um, We are not going to have another issue this week because it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, But stay tuned for the week following. Um, So not next Monday, but the Monday after that, there'll be one last Miss Talk show. For the semester. Yeah, for the semester.
1: And then we may or may not have a change time. So I don't know if this is going to be a regular for next semester, but we will... Find out next semester and update you in the moment
2: when it happens. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, yeah, thanks for
0: listening. And that's all that we have for today. Be sure to tune in live to the More Than Miscellaneous talk show, airing every Monday at noon on WVKR 91.3 FM.